Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Cherie. Hello, it's the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. And a few weeks ago, we were contacted by the company Innovo. They wanted to tell us all about their non-evasive pelvic floor toner. We couldn't wait to hear more. So we headed to London to meet the mother of all fitness sports scientist, Jane Wake. Our hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly and Cherie. We're very excited because our guest this episode is the lovely Jane Wake, uh, who's been on TV. You've done loads of stuff. You're a fitness expert, Jane. That's correct, yeah. My, my background is sports science. I work in fitness, um, uh, but I specialise in women's health, and that's my passion. I work with pre- and postnatal women, so I help women who are pregnant through exercise postnatally, um, and also women through life, really, because um, it's so important to uh, think about your body's health, really is. Yeah, I mean, once pregnancy starts, and I think a lot of people don't realise this, your whole body changes so much, and it, it never goes back, and often you're left with injuries, We've got the whole pelvic floor issue, which we're going to talk about as yeah. well. Yeah. And I think I always found personally that being a mum with my first on the NHS was all very much geared up to how you bath the baby, how you breastfeed. But no one told me about how to kind of deal with the back and hip injuries I had after having her. I mean, I found Pilates, which is incredible. And I think mm. that should be on the NHS. I'm a big advocate for that. Oh, that's good. I'm a Pilates teacher. So, well, so well, I think I... that's, uh, that's yeah, you're absolutely right because it's the core muscles that get affected most. And if you think about it, when you have a baby, growing baby inside you, the muscles deep on the inside are the ones that support your spine. They're supporting the baby. And the pelvic floor is part of that, as are your deep abdominal muscles. Yeah. And if you don't address working on those muscles, then they're going to get weaker and weaker. So pregnancy really, really affects them. Um, and I, I mean, as I say, I'm, I'm a sports scientist and I've, I kind of studied the body quite a lot. And uh, um, when you look at actually what women do in pregnancy, it's phenomenal. What we, and we've all done it, you know, yeah. we've done that. And the physicality of it is phenomenal. Yet we don't ever think about how we actually get to that birthing process and beyond. And we don't think of physically training ourselves for it. When if we did, we would probably find we'd have a much better experience through birth and postnatally as well. I remember being told that sometimes, uh, after I had my first, uh, the muscles don't come back. And my Pilates teacher at the time, I had a really bad injury and I'd been mm. put to her through my um, physio. She said, I'm going to check everything. Yeah. And I thought, why the bloody hell didn't they tell me this? At the, you know, my mm. midwife, my health visitor, they don't talk to you about that kind of thing. To be quite honest with you, the six-week check is a bit of a joke. Yes. You know, because a they don't one. even examine you. They don't no. even touch you. And, and the same as, as your Pilates teacher, um, I, I actually do a very detailed check with, with women. Um, and there are also these amazing people called women's health physiotherapists. And what they do is they actually examine you internally. Um, now, in France, you get this as a service on the equivalent of the NHS. Every single woman in France will be given an examination by a women's health physiotherapist so basically you find out what's gone on down there yeah. um, and it's often muscular it's the, the issues are often to do with muscles i.e the pelvic floor or the abdominal muscles when they separate um, and we can fix all that 
you know, I can fix that for you. But if you don't know there's a problem there and you don't know how to fix it, then, then the chances are nothing will be done about it. And then women have so many issues postnatally. But here's the biggest thing of all is that we just don't talk about it enough mm-hmm. because it's embarrassing. And yeah. we're, we're, you know, because we're basically, when it comes to the pelvic floor, we're talking about incontinence issues. And we joke about it, but we don't necessarily help ourselves through that. Um, and one of the things that I'm really keen to do is to open the conversation about that. And in fact, I'm involved in a campaign called Let's Pee Honest, um, <laughs> which is, is basically trying trying to get women to to um, talk about it as a subject more. And, yeah, we can laugh about it and joke about it, you know, or laugh so much I wet myself. But, actually, what goes beyond that? And let's talk about, actually, what it means, because whilst we can laugh about it, often people are really losing confidence about it. Well, there they, are different levels of it, aren't yeah, there? Depending exactly. on how many times you may have had a child, depending on what your birth was like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there, there, there are different issues that you can, you can face, depending on the severity of, of what's happened to you and obviously there are different types of birth because your pelvic floor muscles mm. are supporting um, supporting the, the you underneath so the pelvic floor muscles are like a hammock underneath you and you've got the bowel at the back you've got the uterus in the middle and your, your bladder is at the front and the uterus kind of goes up and over the top of the bladder which is why when you're pregnant and you, the baby gets bigger and bigger it's like oh I've got to go for a pee because the, the baby is pressing down on your bladder now, your pelvic floor is literally holding all of that up. Wow. So even if you haven't, you know, you, you have a, a C-section, the weight of everything is pressing down and it's literally stretching your pelvic floor. So that's why you've got to do pelvic floor exercises during pregnancy to keep it toned. And then after the birth, if you have a birth vaginally, then often the pelvic floor gets damaged quite significantly. Um, and the thing is, because it's internal and we don't see this, you know, if it was if it was on your arm, it would be all bruised, maybe a little bit cut, mm. and you'd see it and you'd be like, I'm going to do something about this. But you can't see it, you often feel the pain, but we're not told to listen to that pain or to... You know, we're, you know, if everything's fine, there's no major issues, um, nothing is done about it. And, and, and that's that's... That's what you know. I'm here to talk about is to try and open so the conversation after, a bit more. So even after, say, I've had uh, four natural births. Yeah. Even at this stage now, like my my youngest is um, seven. I'm not yeah. paying on having any more children. <laughs> um, I feel I'm, I've, I've, it's getting worse, and I am that mm. person that if I need to go for a pee, I need to go for a pee yeah. because I yeah. will literally pee myself. Is there any way I can fix that now, even Absolutely. at this stage? Absolutely. Absolutely. The pelvic floor is a muscle like any other muscle in your body. So we go to the gym and we train muscles, yeah? And when you train muscles, they get stronger, they get more connected, you feel them more, they get stronger. So there's absolutely no reason why you can't do that with the pelvic floor. The problem with the pelvic floor is, unlike your arm, you can't see it. Yeah. So to connect to it is really, really hard. And when it's been really weakened or the connection to it is affected because maybe you've um, you, you had to have stitches, so you've got scar tissue. Scar tissue makes it harder to feel the muscle properly. Um, so there's all these kind of things against us it's really really hard to exercise it now I'm a massive advocate of pelvic floor exercise and we know you know the NHS recommends that you exercise the pelvic floor and we also know that if you exercise the pelvic floor women who exercise the pelvic floor there is a chance that you will recover and you have no more issues we Mm -hmm. know it works 
But here's the thing, you have to be doing around, well, at least 100 pelvic floor contractions every single day to actually gain enough strength to recover from incontinence issues. So it's a, you have to be dedicated yeah. to doing it. Yeah. In the car, I find, is yeah, my suggestion to say to when you're in the traffic, yeah. just keep squeezing. Or when you're doing squeezing. the ironing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm standing yeah. there and I'm like, squeezing. Yeah. Yeah. But I still feel, I, think, I don't know, I think... So when I, during my pregnancies, nobody ever said, no midwife, nobody yeah. at the hospital said, you need to be doing pelvic floor no. now. Nobody. It was always yes. after the birth. Yeah. You know, yeah. make sure yeah. you do your pelvic floor, blah, blah, blah. But no one ever really, you know, explained. maybe because I was young and I was a bit naive, yeah. no one really explained what that was and what I had to do. It was just yeah. make sure you do your pelvic yeah. floor. And I suppose I just kind of left it. I had, you know, my first was £9.4, so I had a big bouncing baby and then you know, three more kids after that. And I feel like I've just left it so much. I exercise a lot mm. and I try and do that kind of pelvic floor pinching, like you say. Yeah. But you just, you do forget. Well, and, and I mean, I, I can teach you how to do a proper pelvic floor exercise. Okay. But So we can do that if you want to. But even even with me doing that, we can do a little bit of experiment if you like. Yeah. See if I, because I'm, I'm, I'm really good at teaching pelvic floor okay. exercise because <laughs> it's what I do. But it's still really, really hard to do it. Um, uh, and that's why, you know, um, there are things out there that can help you with your pelvic floor exercise. And that's why I do advocate that as well. So there's this amazing product called Innovo, which is what I work with. Um, and it will help lift your pelvic floor for you. Um, and that's, that's really important because it just gives you that lift, that boost you need to be able to then find your pelvic floor muscles and then you can uh, you can then go on and exercise it afterwards. Um, but the problem is, is, is it's hard to do it, but it's hard to do it enough. That's, right, that's okay. the issue, yeah, which that's is why it. Yeah. sometimes you need a bit of help. But I can teach you how to do it. Should okay. we have a go? Yes. yes. Yeah? Okay, so you need to sit nice and forward. Now you need to pull your butt cheeks out from underneath you because underneath there is your sit bone. Can you yep, feel that? I feel that. Yep. Okay, yep. now that's really important that you sit on that bone because your pelvic floor attaches to the coccyx at the back to your pubic bone at the front, but it also attaches on the inside of that sit bone. So if you can feel that sit bone, you know your pelvic floor is up on the inside of that sit bone, mm -hmm. yeah? yeah? Okay, so now what you need to do is pull up through your back passage and into the front, which is not a lot of people know about. You often think about stopping a wee from the front, but you've actually got to pull up from the back. That's okay. pulling your glutes in, isn't it, a bit? Squeeze well, you pulled your glutes out the way because that's the wrong muscle to contract. Oh, okay. This is where I'm it gets tricky. Here, yeah, oh, I can feel okay. it. Yeah. All right, so now I want you to pull up through your back passage. So essentially, to, to put it bluntly, you want to stop a fart from the back, okay? <laughs> right? So yeah. stop a fart from the back. Pull up from the back to the front, stop a wee at the front, and then pull and lift up into your tummy. Yeah. But it's a lifted feeling. Yeah. And then you let it go and relax. Ooh. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a bit of a tingle, isn't it, that one? It is. Yeah. If you can feel it, then that's really good. Yeah. Okay, so, so we'll do it again. So, do you know what you're not doing there? You're not breathing. <laughs> <laughs> so, take a nice big deep breath. Okay. Inhale, exhale, relax. And then stop a fart from the back, stop a wee from the front, pull up from the back and into the front and pull up inside you. Ooh. And do you want my best description of all? Imagine a rocket going up through your fanny and out it through the top of your like head. Because <laughs> you're, you're trying to get that kind of lifted feeling yeah. in your body and then relax and let it, let it go down. Which I think before I was just pinching. Yeah. You know, like yeah. just pinching your... And, and together. Do you know what I mean? But I think yeah. that's the wrong thing that I'm doing. It's well, more that's lifted. It's lifted, but it's actually a substantial bit of muscle. There's actually three layers of muscle. And when you really get into pelvic floor exercises correctly, you feel the layers. You lift up, you lift up. So we call it the, the, the lift exercise. So you try and lift up, lift up, 
lift up, lift up. So you're trying to lift through the layers of muscle. And that's quite hard to do as well. So if you can feel that. Yeah, I can. Yeah. But it's different to what I was doing. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So I've been doing it all wrong, probably. Now, the other <laughs> really brilliant thing is if you put your hands on your tummy, okay, and I want you to do it again. So inhale, exhale, relax. And then stop a fart from the back, stop a wee from the front, and pull up, 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 pull up. You should feel your tummy coming in. Yeah, I can. Oh. Yeah. So your pelvic floor connects to your deep abdominal muscles. So that's the magic thing about the pelvic floor. If you get it right, you also tone the deep abdominal yeah. muscles oh. as well. So they work on the same same nerve response. See, I, when I had my son, my first, my stomach muscles did split and it created all sorts of problems because they never yeah. knitted back together, yeah. which then gave me a hernia. So I had yeah, to have yeah. a hernia operation, yeah. which was a bit of a nightmare. But again, it's one of those things that when I had him and my aftercare, nobody told me that. No. It was only when I realised yes. I was in so much pain yeah. years later yeah. Yeah. that yeah. I actually had an, a hernia and they checked my muscles and said, they're split, yeah. completely split. Yeah. So, so what happens is that you've got a line down at you. You know, on the on the front of Men's Health magazine, you know, yeah. you see that, see those lovely rippling abs. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever had that line. No, me neither. <laughs> so okay. there's, a line, there's a line down the middle, and that line's called the linear alba. Now that is is fascia. So what happens in pregnancy, and it can it can happen when you put on a lot of weight as well, is that because the line is 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 not muscle, it literally opens. Now that's quite normal. There's nothing to worry about in that. In some women, it doesn't happen. In some women, it does. It all depends actually on the way your muscles are made. Yeah. We're all different, mm. but also often on your height. You know, if you're really tall, you've got a long body. You can be tall with long legs and a short body. So it's not, but if you've got a long body, often you don't pop out quite so mm. much. So you don't get the separation. And I mean, I can tell you, I examined literally thousands of tummies and everybody is different, but it's all normal. So it's nothing to worry about if you do get that separation. But the great thing is, is if you, if you, if you train effectively, you can lessen the separation and you can bring it back in yeah. afterwards and yeah the, the I think I did obviously didn't yeah. and but nobody does but yeah. don't know about thing. it yeah. I mean, don't know about and it and here's no. also the thing there's a lot of mums out there first time mums young mums mums who can't afford to um, have a one-to-one -one Pilates or yeah. don't have yeah. the time to get to a class because yeah. they've got no childcare. Yeah. And here's where I think the NHS need to bring it in for that, the, those mums yeah. and have more of a yeah. care package because I know yeah. that we're miles ahead yeah. compared to some or even, countries. Or even places like websites that you can go to yeah. where it's all explained a bit more. Because, you know, because there's like, not. I don't think that you will ever get that care yeah. you because get this thing just, of, you know, the NHS well, is it's too overrun. It's almost like your body goes to shit. Yeah. Just accept it. Yeah. Have a baby and forget no, it. You, you pee in public, it's it's okay, but it isn't. It isn't. It isn't no. okay, and there should be there should be aftercare around that yeah. as well. You know, so so the, the the issue is with all of this is about fifty percent of women will actually won't even be able to do an exercise properly or correctly. So often exercise isn't always the answer, and and you can have really you know serious problems, and exercise just isn't isn't enough. Um, I mean, I've got a, a, a friend who's a Pilates teacher, um, and she physically cannot do enough pelvic floors on her own because she's got a pro which is where mm. the same to the organs that the pelvic floor holds those organs up so literally the organs have slipped down and that's happened to so many people and often we don't even know it's happened to us and so we go through life and then the biggest issue is is that you get to the menopause 
um, uh, and, and then it gets, it gets even worse. Um, or you can feel fine and you, you can kind of manage, and yeah, you might need to go to the loo a few more times, but it feels fine, and then suddenly the menopause hits, and what happens in the menopause is because your hormones change, the integrity of your muscles starts to deteriorate because um, the female hormones are, are you know, estrogen and a, a hormone called estradiol is muscle building. So when that drops, the integrity of your muscles drops, your pelvic floor drops. Your and everything drop. drops. Oh, God. Yeah. Does that even so, happen to a man? Um, I, yeah, it does happen to men as well. <laughs> we so are it's, rough, so incontinence we? issues is one, one, in, one in three women and one in ten men. So it does happen to men as well. But obviously, there, there are we have extra reasons yeah. why it happens. But, but this is why I, I work with Innovo, because it's actually a clinical machine. So in, in uh, a lot of countries, so in, in, in France, in Germany, you can actually get this on the equivalent of the NHS. Oh, wow. And what the, what the Innovo does is it's, it's just a pair of shorts. You just pull it on, like a pair of shorts, and it works through muscular electrical stimulation. So it literally lifts your pelvic floor for you. Wow. And lets it come down. And you know that, that extra lift I was telling you yeah. about? What's really bizarre with it, you feel it go right up and then you feel it drop back down again. And you don't actually have to do anything oh, yourself. Yeah. And you can buy so these. You can buy them. Absolutely, you can Sheree buy them. Sheree wants yes. to know where <laughs> you can buy it? them. Because um, I think, I'm, you know, I'm getting to the age, I'm 43 yeah. now, uh, you know, 44 this year. And I think, you know, I've got to start thinking about the menopause. My mum yeah. went through the menopause quite early. Um, and it is on my mind constantly yeah. now because I think I've gone through all the, you know, having children and it's the phase of my life now where I've yeah. got to start thinking and yeah. start preparing my body and you're because so we do forget. right, you're so right to do that because yeah. we don't think about it, you know, we're two head and babies and that kind yeah. of thing but the perimenopause can start you know, very soon afterwards and 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 it's a, it's, a, it's a continuum. And we shouldn't be scared of the menopause no. either. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm 50, not scared. So and I want to embrace it, but I want to exactly. know everything about it. Yeah. I want to know what I'm faced with. And the answer is, you've, you've got to train your muscles and your pelvic floor is... You know, your pelvic floor is responsible for peeing, pooing and having sex. How much more important can that be? It's also <laughs> responsible for holding up all those vital organs in your body. It's so important. So why aren't we exercising it first People and foremost? People don't tell you that. They just sort of say yeah. pelvic floor, but they don't go yeah. into the details. No, so exactly. Yeah. And I think so, as women, we do accept it. We do yeah, kind we do. of have this thing of, OK, well, and we talk, and like you said at the beginning, we joke about it, Yeah. you know, in that way. But it does have serious underlining effects. It does. So, you know, it affects people when they go out, when they go yeah. on holiday. Yeah. You know, you've always got to have a loon you buy. It affects what you wear. Mm. Um, you know, women literally change what they wear based on whether they have to wear pads and, or they're worried about wetting themselves so yeah. they don't wear light colours. Yeah. I mean, and and well, that's wrong. You know, we shouldn't have to restrict ourselves like that. And the other thing that's really significant is the cost of all of this. So incontinence, the cost of the NHS is £233 million every year. Wow. The cost of incontinence. That's a lot of incontinence pads. Yeah, right? that is. It's massive. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's why I get... You know, kind of really passionate about it because it doesn't have to be no. that way. Well, you've got the adverts for yeah. it now, yeah. saying yeah. go buy the pads, as if it's just oh. like the cure to and, it. And, and go think, off oh. and ride your bike or jump on your trampoline with the pads. So that cross. gets me so <laughs> cross because actually, what's happening when you do that? When you put that pad on, you go on that trampoline. You are making it worse because if you then go and do high impact exercise without a strong pelvic floor, your pelvic floor is going to get worse and worse. So it's great marketing because you just have to get bigger and bigger and bigger pads. Basically, it's terrible, so you isn't end it? up spending. Yeah. So the average cost to, to, to women is around four hundred and fifty pounds a year oh. on pads. You know, 
And that, the Innovo, for example, is about 240 quid. Oh, so, wow. so would you actually, like to see it on the NHS? I would love to see it on the NHS because I'd love it to be available to absolutely everyone. Um, but actually, if you think of it from a cost perspective, it's not, you know, it's not nearly as much. And it's a brilliant bit of kit, and it is, it works. And I know it works. It does 180 contractions for you in half an hour. God, I'm and getting my life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So that's why it's good. But it, I mean. It's, you know, this is something that is so good. I'm so pleased you're talking to me about this because we need to open up the conversation and we, yeah. and we need to say to, you know, that doesn't have to be your life. Don't no. restrict your life. And do you know what? You, you, you can be really, really fit. You can be really strong all the way through your life, through pregnancy as well. Obviously, I'm a real advocate for exercising all the way through pregnancy and postnatally as well. Um, and strength training is the most important thing for women. Yeah. It's what we need to do, yet we shy away from it because we're so focused on calorie burning and doing the cardio. Forget the cardio, do the strength. It will make you look better, it will make you feel better, it will empower you, it will make you feel strong and it will sort your pelvic floor out as well. You know, so we've got to do all those things. Jane, thank you so <laughs> thank much. Thank you so much. It's been amazing. It's lovely to talk to you about something like that, isn't it? And also, it'd be good to get you there. back to come, you know, yeah. and talk about, you know, well, perhaps we can get us work stuff like you that. You can that use the really machine good. and have a go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we can get yeah. it and you can have it, see what it feels like. Yeah, <laughs> and I want to purchase one. <laughs> You're on social media as well. You are on Instagram. Yes. yes. Um, Jane Wake, if you want to go and follow. Yeah, Jane Wake UK. There you yeah. go. And yeah. um, thank you so much oh, for pleasure. being part of the Hot Mess Mums Club. Pleasure.